what's old, gay, and red all over. It's time for the Intellectual Saviors with your host, Michael. You want to run in the government or you want her in the kitchen making your sandwich? Eric. You cannot cope with the fucking problems that are in front of you. You have an issue. But nobody's saying it but me! And box. I suck balls, dude. I like men now. There are three guys who are fighting the good fight. If your definition of a good fight is sitting on your ass while drinking and cussing into a microphone. <laughs> Little Ralph from uh, Simpsons there, huh? Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. I'm one of your hosts, Eric. Uh, I'm Michael. I'm Boggs. I like men. I like men. <laughs> you guys know where that's from, right? You you told us yeah. last week. Yeah, it's from you. And it's from it's from the Simpsons. It's from the yes, Simpsons. It's, it's, he got hit by a paintball or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I can't remember yeah. what it was. Ralph is in a bus and he gets into a wreck or something, and somebody hits him in the nuts with something. Mm-hmm. He goes, "I like men now." And just, yeah. It was yep. funny. That was definitely a Ralph. That was Ralph esque to say. I think it was Boggs esque to say. <sighs> I feel like the intro is more for us than anyone else because now Probably. Yeah, we, every time that it, and she goes and box both of you just stare at me <laughs> like you ready for this really terrible thing you just said. I just like the way she said it too. <laughs> it's almost like she's got that giggle at the very end of it like she's laughing as she's saying it just like you know what's coming. It's like that's box. And box. <laughs> it's like, you know what's up. Well, you're the fucking gold maker, dude. That's why you're last because you always have the best bites. So I hope everybody enjoyed the uh, last episode that we had. Got a lot of hits. It was pretty fucking magical. Special show. Started out really hilarious and then wound up with like drunk buzzed talk about all kinds of nonsense. Iron Man uniform. You know what is fucked up is the fact that the more we drank, the more serious it got. No I don't, shit. We I, got really serious towards the end. We all got... Eric's a mean drunk too, man. He got all pissed at the end. I'm not a mean drunk. I think that's... I don't know, man. You're ready to whip that guy's ass for putting his kid in an Iron Man uniform. No, I was ready to whip the uh, journalist ass who put it up there Just and didn't mention anything about it being a coping mechanism. Mm. That's whose ass I'm pissed off about. There you go. The dad, I completely understand why he's doing it, but why it's news relevant to anybody else's life. Is anyone else saying this? And then <laughs> not... Nobody's saying it but me! <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh so fucking hard when I heard him say that. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that a lot, though. It's like we... I'm the only one that's actually, like, concerned about these kind of stupid issues. Yeah, I mean, it seems like... Like, we... it's not even an issue. It's like I'm making a situation out of it because I, I honestly think that it is a situation because if you're going to have a story like that, as far as a journalist... You need to have the integrity to put in there. We understand mm-hmm. from a psychology standpoint that it's a coping mechanism. We feel for this person, but they didn't mention that. That's the problem that I had. Yeah. And yeah, I got lost in a little <laughs> bit of the drunken ginger raging translation, <laughs> but that was the gist of it is that I'm not upset at the guy. Like, I understand the guy. I understand why he's doing it. He needs to seek help. I agree with that. I agree that he needs to seek some kind of help and guidance as to the troubles that he has in his life, because obviously he can't face them, but you know what I mean. 
I do know what you're saying, Holmes. Anyway. So, after last week, so, of all the shit we talked about, like, we don't ever talk too much about, like, uh, entertainment-type nonsense, and, uh... What do you mean? You know where I'm going to go with this. No, I don't. Well, you're going to find out real quick. So, after the show... Oh, shit. I made a comment about uh, Bill Cosby. Here we go. The guys and stuff, and now, I want to set the stage here, because... Um, I've known Eric for like 13, 14 years and like I, growing up, like I knew a couple of people who are either related or had family friends of people who were, uh, you know, wealthy people or kind of prominent figures, somewhat celebrities or whatever. Like, um, this will make sense to nobody else, but like my buddy Boggs here, one of my high school friends and him have become buddies, my friend Brian and my friend Brian was, uh, you guys probably don't even know who the fuck these people are, but, uh, he was related to the Mandrills. You know, Barbara Mandrell, she used to be a country singer. They had a show, like, in the 80s. And shit. It doesn't matter, but they, just, they were on TV, and they were fucking celebrities. But, so I, I knew that. So I brought up the Bill Cosby thing, and I was kind of making jokes. And now, you could correct me if I'm wrong, because I want you to tell this little story here, because I was very impressed when Eric kind of got I, I, it. It's like, almost like I offended him a little bit. He's like, you know, I'm uh, uh, Bill Cosby's family friend. And he, he kind of like he kind of bows up a little bit, like I'm fucking having good time jokes, making fun of Bill Cosby for you know wanting to stick his fucking pudding pop and everything that fucking moves, and uh, you know he's a family friend, right? So and I was taken aback by this because I'm like so shocked. I'm like, what the fuck are we? What did I just hear? You and Bill Cosby are like fucking hangout buddy. So oh, can you? I know you don't want to probably tell everything, but I want you to kind of explain to the listener this relationship you've built with the cause over the years. <laughs> What? He's a family friend. I know, but kind of tell us what you're, you know, like how this kind of came about and like how you guys used to hang out and stuff. And didn't, didn't you say he had a nickname for you or something? Yeah. Yeah, please elaborate, motherfucker. No, I'm good. This is an audio show. You can tell that. I'm not saying talk about that time that you guys spent together in Never Never Land Ranch. That never happened. <laughs> Man, that was a low blow. I had a really good low blow joke there, too, but I'm going to refrain. You got a lot of fucking blow jokes. So, anyway, just... I get was, it. I what get was it. His, what was his nickname for you? I forgot what you said. King E. No, it wasn't it, was it? Yeah. King E. And so he was Mr. C. So, just give us a couple stories about you and the cause hanging out. Because I was fascinated by this, and I was kind of drunk, so I don't really it's remember. It's not like we were smoking cigars and drinking scotch. <laughs> well, you were a young child at the time, weren't you? Uh, for most of my involvement in any kind of interactions that I had with uh, Cosby, yeah. Yeah, I was a young kid. The first time I met him was at a... What? Just keep fucking talking. I'm just putting this out here for you. You... Ah, you fucking dick. I forgot. <laughs> How am I supposed to talk and do that at the You're same time? You're not supposed to, motherfucker. You're supposed to talk and then after when one of us is doing oh, something, you do what a piece of Man, shit. Man, one, one beer in and he doesn't have any professionalism. <laughs> this is the worst fucking show ever. <laughs> Uh, I'm actually like four beers in, asshole. You're four that? in? Shit. Yeah. It's not even nine. That's I got home at six. Uh, well, well, how long have you been here? I haven't been drinking, dude. I'm drinking water because I'm professional. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. We're gonna, this show is going to be back on track tonight. It's not going to be like last week's nonsense. This is serious shit. No, so, I just remember like random meetings with him, like here and there. It was kind of all over the place. And sometimes, like if he came into town and he was doing a show, we'd go backstage and hang out with him and kind of chit chat and stuff. 
I still okay. I'm seriously. I co I completely forgot. Now, how did this come about anyway? I mean, how did he become a friend of the family? I believe he met or he kind of got introduced to the family because um, he met everybody through my dad. My dad was a car salesman and sold him, uh, I believe, two Porsches. Hmm. And then he, you guys just, he just developed that fucking friendship with yeah, him. Yeah, they went and hung out and were talking and shit and, and they became friends. Goddamn, dude. He's just fucking, I expect, I want Eric to give me something. He's just going to withhold. I don't know what the fuck he Can, expects out of me. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was really cool and stuff. And I won't give names or nothing, but you dropped the nugget that like he helped your sister do some acting and stuff and like she was on the Cosby show yep, she was I on never, the Cosby show I never knew any of this this was all news to me she played Theo's friend special friend Theo's friend okay with the quotation marks I believe she was like decorating stuff for his birthday party in that episode mm -hmm. I believe right. she had like two lines still pretty cool man Cosby shows she was in a couple of commercials number one show on television back in the uh, late 80s so that's pretty sweet Anyway, Eric's not going to give us any goods. I, I, wanted, I don't know what you want from me. I just wanted you to tell me that you guys... I never saw any fucking slipping of pills. I never saw... <laughs> That's what I was wanting to hear. Any fucking raping of women. None of the above. <laughs> I don't think we were, we were... I think he was just... Every time I went backstage, I didn't see any what I would consider groupies. None of that. Because... Uh, okay. It was all on the up and up. Because so far... 26 women have come out and made allegations against him. 26. Uh-huh. And, uh, like, one of them came out today, and this is one of the things that she said happened to her. And I was wondering if you ever had one of these experiences. She said... No. She said, he laid next to me on the bed and began pinching my left nipple and humping me on my leg and was grunting. I couldn't open my eyes, but I felt something warm on my leg, and then I blacked out. Did you ever experience anything like that when you were hanging out with the cops? <laughs> so anyway He's trying so hard to get me pissed off but <laughs> I am not dude I'm doing yeah, some are. investigative you're reporting both, here You're both no, red in the face not. I'm just setting the scene for everybody who's he, listening Michael is red in the face from laughing And Eric is doing he, all that he can just to saying, just not sock him in the mouth He knows the fucking cause I'm just trying to find out Because this is some shit that's been going on with the cause for some time evidently And I just wonder if why, Eric had if, any if insight. This is, if th this is my problem with those claims, why mm -hmm. are you? Why did you wait forty years to make? make because everybody's stand? doing it, and it's a cool thing, and he's a rich guy, so uh, I mean, you can probably get some money out of it. That's him. not necessarily true. There's actually a sexual uh, civil suit filed against him back in 2005, and there are allegations uh, predating uh, 2000 from okay. it. So, I mean, this has been going on for a long time. There's been these things. I mean, that's how it kind of came about. Like this all got stirred up again. A I mean, if it's true, it's true, and that's fucked yeah. up. But, I mean... He won't be coming over to Christmas, probably. It is allegations, so... It is allegations. I just wanted... I just... Like I said, I just... We were, I was making some poor jokes, and Eric decided to throw that nugget out. I just thought that was fascinating. That you, and I, especially, I mean, it's pretty cool. I mean, he even had a little nickname for you. It's not like I talk to him on a monthly basis. Hey, what's up, Mr. C? I know. I How's asked, the rape allegations going? I was asking Eric. I was like, well, why don't we get him on the show? <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. Mm -mm. Eric's not a helper. He doesn't care about the show. He's not going to come on the show even if I ask. His lawyers will be like, nah, don't do it. <laughs> They'll hear the show and be like, nah, don't do it. I want to... Um, 
when I was just fucking not stop it. I mean, I get guitar playing in the background the whole time. And then I thought you said sudden, he derailed you when he plays guitar. It, I know. Well, he this, just derailed you by not playing guitar. Well, and it was just the mind way he came. blown. I wanted going off of last week. <laughs> we talked. Uh, I brought up um, Japan, and of course, <laughs> Eric said he'll go with me. So I'm this holding is a lot to of fun. it. I'm holding him to that. I want to fucking go. But um, I I threw out the whole thing about how we get hits in Japan. We're going to Japan. And um, Gonna spend a lot of money. Get our feet massaged by some Asian people. Oh, should be Japanese. Uh, so I, I threw out the fact that we get hits in Japan. And uh, you know, and you guys are giving me grief, like, because I'm trolling, hoping it's females. And yep. I, and I called it. Yep. I said most likely. I mean, I know we have a few, but I, I guarantee they're probably Americans living over there, or whatever. I thought you already divulged this information. No, 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 no. I'm mean, not to you guys, but not to the other listeners out there, because I just got the tweet. Oh, so sorry. I got a tweet from our bud, one of our friends over in Japan that listened to us, a guy named Jeremy. And uh, so giving a shout out to Jeremy And I, I'll give him a shout out for this He uh, runs a Facebook group called The Japan Atheist Society I mean, Nice, nice. Yeah so I assume you know It's probably for people in Japan But you know I'm sure anybody sign up you won't mind You can get on there bitch about the lord like we do on here So anyway So Jeremy sent me the thing and it was real funny The tweet I don't have in front of me but he basically was like Hey you know sorry to burst your fucking bubble but yeah, Sorry to burst your bubble <laughs> Yeah I'm a white guy you know, But I'm Texas. a white guy Living over here. Michael's really depressed. Yeah, it was depressing. But you know what? He's not the only one because we get more than one hit. So there's still hope. I still have hope. But I just want to say thanks to Jeremy and stuff for hitting us But you can add Indigo to your list here? When we go to Japan, we're going to fucking hook up. Oh, this is the funny thing. He's a white guy who lives in Japan. Um, and I know I told you this, but let's just play the game like you guys don't know this. And act shocked. But what do you guys think he does for a living over in Japan? Oil. Nuclear. What? No. Energy. No. Uh, why? Technology. Why didn't fucking no. try? Mm. Somebody doesn't read anything that I put on the Facebooks. Uh, no, he's a white guy who lives in Japan, and he teaches karate, taekwondo. <laughs> At least that's what it looks like on his uh, site from his thing. So that's uh, pretty funny if you ask me that the Caucasian male goes to Japan to teach the Japanese karate. Goes over there. Seems kind of funny to me. But Let me show you how to do it the American way. And uh, what you do <laughs> is you kick him in the crotch, pull out your six shooter, <laughs> and shoot him in the fucking head. <laughs> America, bitch! That's American karate or taekwondo, sorry. That is American karate. <laughs> <laughs> so. Staying in the Asia theme. And Boggs, I saw this, and this is like the perfect story for you. Where the fuck are you going? Get back here! Whoa. Whoa. Oh. Ginger raging over there. So Boggs just left the show. No, I pulled I'm about this, to leave the show, too. I, I, pu- I pulled this specifically. You're going to be by yourself. How do you talk, feel about that? Let's talk about the cause some more. You feel nervous? No, because I just, I need Boggs here because I pulled this specifically for his sorry ass. And if he's not here, what good's he going to do? No, but uh, China has put a ban on puns. What? This no shit, dude. 
How do you put a ban on puns? Their state administration for press, publication, radio, film, and television has ordered that all media shall use literal language and refrain from puns and other creative wordplay. They said that um, wordplay and puns make it harder to expand their cultural heritage, and it misleads the public despite uh, wordplay being an inherent part of Chinese culture. This is the funny thing that they said. They said that it... uh, it will create cultural and linguistic chaos. <laughs> That's what puns cause. So every time we hear shitty puns, I mean, I agree. I agree. Boggs that is somebody chaos. who's very limited in the English language would listen to Boggs and be totally confused. <laughs> well, it fucking confuses us. That's usually when we have the stomp downs in the show and he makes his fucking pun. No, he doesn't confuse us. We just get irritated by it. There's a difference. No, I'm just confused that he would think it's funny to say. Oh, okay, gotcha. But anyway, so. Um, Boggs right now, if you if he went to fucking China, most likely he'd get thrown in the fucking who's cow. That's what I'm thinking. Where the fuck did he go? Oh, grab a chart because apparently he sucks balls. Oh my god. Oh yeah. I'll say this uh, for the listeners. Like when we do the request, sometimes I'll throw little things. I'll say, hey, you know, leave us fucking comments. You want us to play songs and stuff for you. And uh, we've talked about this before, where Boggs even says, yeah, you know, throw it out there. I'll get songs. And then I give him songs. And I'll even print the fucking music off for him with the lyrics and everything. It's always got to do is, re- and the thing with him is, I know his talent level. I've seen it in action. Well, we've sat in there drinking before, uh, when we're not doing a show and we're playing songs. And that fucker's got his guitar. He'll be listening to a song he's never heard, and by the end of the song, he's fucking playing along with it. Like he picks it up like fucking that. So I don't want to hear this shit from him. Like, oh, I can't. I didn't have fucking time to learn and stuff. That I get the lyrics and stuff, but. He just does not give a fuck about the listeners. <laughs> I mean, he could give a shit less. But we've been hounding him enough, and I think he felt some guilt. So he actually learned a couple songs requested from one of our listeners. So he's going to do those tonight at some point. I don't know what the fuck he's up to now. but uh, uh, He's playing cock magic. He might, <laughs> he might be playing cock magic. I really need him here. Um Anyway, so anyway, we're back on track. Did you, is there anything going on in your life besides your fucking, this pain that you're suffering through with the cause over the last couple weeks? I haven't exactly lost sleep over it, if that's what you're asking. Because, you know, I always ask Boggs how he's doing because I know he's always up to fucking no good. I never really ask you how you're doing. And I feel bad, man, because you just kind of sit there now and we don't get much out of you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All you do is like look at us pissed off when we start going off on tangents and stuff. We need more Eric. It's really hard to find shit for the openers for you. You need to say more dumb shit. Sorry. God damn it. <laughs> um, what's going on with me? Uh, a whole lot of nothing. Mm. Working too damn much. And that's about it. Why do I even fucking try? I... I that's my life right now. <clears throat> so kind of shitty, kind of stupid, but it is what it is. I will say that I have, I've, I've kind of come to the dark side, and I have almost completely lost all hope and faith in humanity. It's just taking you till now, huh? Yep. Hmm. Um, I'm almost at the point to where I'm like, you know what? I just don't give a shit. Fuck everybody. Yep. Fuck all their stupid problems. I'm looking right at Boggs while you're saying that. And I'm just agreeing. Put your fucking headphones on, bitch. Sit down. 
Because you should be optimistic. Like, this like, is, hey, it doesn't really matter that much, really. I'm like, I can still hear you. We could we can turn this around. We no, can we can't. actually change things. See, what a naive. We can actually do stuff. And, We're going to make the world a better place. Hey, you and, know, yeah, as it turns out, it no. You know, I got an idea. No. I think, in all seriousness, when we hit, like, episode 150, let's really pull this show together and start doing good things. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wait until then. I though. don't know. I'm I'm just at this like weird point to where I'm just like, I don't know, slightly relieved and slightly depressed. Does that make sense? Okay. Well, what are you relieved by? I'm relieved that I know that it's impossible for me to do anything that will benefit all of mankind. Okay. So there's like no pressure. Yeah. There's there's so no there's pressure there like, to ah. actually like do stuff because I know that it's just not possible. There's too many forces out there acting against the ideas that I have. And a lot of the ideas that I have are kind of a little far-fetched. There you go. Um, and then depressed because I know that it's never going to get any better. And why the fuck would I ever have kids? Because their lives are just going to be worse than mine. And, uh, yeah, it's all lost oh my God. and hopeless. You know, speaking of the kids thing, I know you're talking about just how kill yourself. You're having a hard That's what I'm time. Saying. You're having that's fuck the suicide show. Just just that's end t- it. don't listen to Eric. That's terrible, <laughs> dude. We don't have many fucking listeners. Shut up, asshole. We don't need to, we don't need to lose any. I'm sorry. I've been in a very very down state. Trying to fucking gain some here. Right? You asked. You fucking did you, asked. Did you watch the Red Wedding? That's again? why I've been keeping my mouth shut. Well, all right. I, I was, haven't been wanting to say it, and you fucking are making me say it, and asking me how things are going. You know what? I'm fucking depressed. I'm fucking lonely, I'm pissed off as hell, and nothing's ever going to fucking change. Well, you know... So, fuck it all. You're talking about how you're having issues finding uh, people and stuff, and, like, we had... We've talked about Tinder before on this show, and, uh... Oh, God. What? They have... This is a new dating app that you boys might want to try out, uh, especially you, Eric. It's a, it's a new app called Luxy. That's L-U-X-Y. And it's basically Tinder... But it's Tinder for um, wealthy, attractive people. and this I is, am, well, I'm neither. Don't so worry, but why the fuck would I be on that? Because you want to find somebody who's wealthy and attractive. <laughs> so the CEO of Luxie said That's that. a very good point. He said it works just like Tinder with one big exception. Our app allows users to weed out the poor and unattractive. Wow. Awesome. And then he followed it by saying. Yeah, so I'm fucked. What I'm he, both. What if you could just swipe away the pores and the uglies like a bad Tinder match? <laughs> wow. Do you think that this guy is really selling the product? Yeah. Are like you kidding me, dude? Have you met rich people? Yeah, they are. It's 50-50 if whether or not they're like that. I was about to say, just go to West 7th in the TCU area. Fuck those assholes. I've been down there, and it's ridiculous. I felt uncomfortable. Oh, you don't drive a Beamer? You're not wearing a cardigan? Well, this is good. Sperry's. This is, fuck yourself. This is really good for, are. like, gold diggers. You don't have a second home? Oh, my God. How ridiculous. Mm, or first. No. Mm. The good thing is, though, if you are trying to find some money, the average income for the users on there is over 200000 And if they're unable to keep up their finances and stuff, then they will be booted from the service. Good God. <laughs> yep, that definitely... Why, why are you even suggesting that to me? That's way out of my league. You can lie. They don't fucking know. And then you hook up with some rich broad, like up in Highland Park or something. No, because then I won't be able to keep up. 
Yeah, but if she, I don't know, if she's already got money, then I won't maybe be she able to keep care. up with the Kardashians or whatever you the fuck could, it's called. Do you just tell? Oh, her, keeping up with the Joneses. First Sorry. of all, all you have to do is play the Cosby card, and you're in like fucking Flint. No, no, no. All right. That's, I don't think that I don't think the Cosby is, card is going to work at all, especially it, anymore. You don't think? You don't think so? Hey, baby, I'm a friend of Cosby. Oh, really? Going to roofie my drink too? Come on. Why is Eric so down? Play us a song, asshole. This is the, this is the worst night to play either of these songs. Why? Right. Eric's they... really depressed. I'm going to try to cheer him up with Holland Road. So uh, this it... song is about... Um, what? Killing yourself? No, it's about, a, it's about a woman who leaves this guy and oh. cut him down, and it's really sad and stuff. Perfect. So, he must have got booted off Luxie. <laughs> Ouch. I don't even... I don't understand that at all. What's Lexi? The fucking app I just talked about, you moron. Now play the goddamn God song. I was, I was a little focused in. <clears throat> so I was lost. Go count the cards before you go. To the Holland Road. With your heart like a stone. You spare no time and lashing out. And I knew your pain. And the effect of my shame But you cut me down You cut me down And I will not tell The thoughts of hell that carry me home from the Holland Road With my heart like a stone I put up no fight To your callous mind And from your corner you rose To cut me down You cut me down page because Michael's dumbass was fucking stupid that this would not be the end from the Holland Road well I rose and I rose and I paid less time to your callous mind and I wished you well as you cut me down oh you cut me cracks you'll see when I'm on my knees I will still believe and when I've hit the ground neither lost nor found if you believe in me I will still believe
those cracks you'll see When I'm on my knees I will still believe When I've hit the ground Neither lost nor found If you believe in me a little michael you suck dude sorry dude i was taking care Ow. of business doing things and stuff no you suck because when you printed the chart you printed it and then you printed it on the back of the same paper like it saves paper oh hey sure man but now i have to turn the page hey dude i give a fuck about the environment so sue me <laughs> that is totally not the second amendment a bad name <laughs> I'm going to look at you in disgust, just like those women did after they woke up next to the cause. <laughs> I got some fun stories for you guys. <laughs> I, got, I love laying out on jokes. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I don't know. Okay, <clears throat> so we haven't done this in a while. So uh, what we like to do here is we like to point out that people shouldn't be allowed to have guns because they're fucking retarded. So in uh, Florida... 57-year-old Dennis Eugene Emery grabbed a revolver while fighting with his wife. And he threatened to shoot one of their dogs. He pulled the hammer back on the revolver as if he planned to carry through this act. When he accidentally released the hammer and the gun fired. Striking him in the head and killing him instantly. Don't threaten to shoot dogs. That's what you took away from that story is don't threaten to shoot dogs. Now, this one was sent to us. Uh, I was referred to this story by one of our listeners, Jen. Patrick Sanders, 20 years old, was sleeping on the couch when the gun that he had tucked into his pants fell out on the floor. It fell out. Oh, Sorry. On <clears throat> one, two, three, go. Oh, it's over. Shit. Mm. And it was picked up by his three-year-old son. Why are you looking at me like that? The child then handled the gun, and Sanders tried to grab it from the toddler. I'm grabbing it from the toddler. At that time, the gun went off. The gun went. Shooting Sanders in the face. Off. These stories are just bad. It's like, oh, okay, punchline over. <laughs> Unfortunately, he didn't die. He's just critically wounded. Aw. There's still hope. This one's going to sound very similar to the last one. But a little different because it's a dominant seven. It's a little different. Krista Ingalls, 26 years old, was changing the diaper of her one-year-old daughter when her three-year-old son shot her dead with a semi-automatic handgun that oh, he found shit. underneath their couch. Hey, mommy, guess what I found underneath the couch? It's a semi-automatic. I'm gonna shoot you in the face. Do you, think, yeah. do you think he turned it sideways when he capped that ass? I'm not gonna. Oh. I'm not gonna say a damn thing here. He was all gangster and shit. 
the part I like most about the story is her husband, who was a truck driver, was out of town at the time. And uh, when he got home, he made sure to go to uh, social media and post that, quote, I lost my wife to an accident yesterday. Don't forget to tell your loved ones that they're loved. You really never know. And the last I love you is really the last one. <laughs> That's a uh, little different than, like, getting in a car crash. You think so? Just a touch. You so, think he likes that kid anymore? Uh, Just a touch. I don't different. know. It depends how much he liked his wife, I guess. Maybe maybe that's that's his Maybe he loves kid. Yeah, maybe he loves it. He's like, like listen, I, Timmy, this has to stay between you and me, but good job. Yeah. I get it. At any moment, you know, we can die. Mm-hmm. At any moment. It can mm-hmm. happen. Absolutely. So, yes, the people that you do love, make Gosh, sure you let them know that you love them. Eric, I love you, buddy. All right. I mean, I love you, too. What about me, man? Um, Where's mine? But, I mean, when you're leaving a semi-automatic under the couch... (laughs) You don't think that's a good... Semi-automatic handgun. You're kind of inviting... It was like... Yeah. More than... But but you don't... You're kind of inviting the whole thing. so retarded. You don't think that's a good place to put a gun when you have a one and a three-year-old running around? No, not at all. In fact, I think, you know, you you probably need a... That actually um, does sound pretty damn retarded, yeah. You need a safe... And more than likely, you probably need to put your ammunition separate from your firearms. And you probably need to have a lock on the trigger mechanism. No, because if someone breaks in your house, what good is the gun to you then? you well, gotta, you got to have it laying right down on the table, no, fully loaded and ready to go. How many times do we have to go over to the argument that guns are not fucking protection? No, 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 no. I.e., like the guy that got his gun for protection, stolen from him, from another guy with a gun. <laughs> I do love that one, too. That that's that's proof positive that it's not fucking protection. Hey man, I really like your gun. Give me your fucking gun. <laughs> oh, that gun for protection? Guess what? It just got you fucking robbed, you idiot. Speaking of guns for protection, I think that you guys will enjoy this. To this be fair to that too, maybe you shouldn't be stupid and have your gun displayed for people. No, they want to have that. They want they want it to be open carry. Yeah. They I know that's that's why all that's gun nuts stupid. want the open carry. He was an open carry guy. That's why the guy saw, was able to see his gun. Only, to take it's it from only him. the real malicious, like twisted ones that want concealed because they were like, I don't want anybody to know I had the handgun. Should I don't want anybody to know if I'm packing it. or not? No, see, <laughs> that just sounds so dumb to me. If I'm gonna be a dude out there with a weapon, I don't want you to know that I have a weapon. It's the same thing with Ned Stark and Jamie Lannister when they meet up. You remember I'm that scene, packing. Michael? He's like, oh, you don't play in tournaments, right? And he's like, I don't play in tournaments because I don't want you to know what I can do in a real look, fight. Look, mm. yeah, yeah, but you're inviting it. If you have a weapon on you? No, that's what I'm saying. And like, they don't know oh it? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like saying I have a... It doesn't matter. I'm not going to say anything on that one. Here, let me cheer you guys up. Okay, have you ever come across somebody that you thought you could take in a fight, mm-hmm. but lo and behold, they turn out to be like a black belt in karate and can beat the fuck out of you? Like our buddy Jeremy in Japan. I would much rather have that guy run around with a fucking black belt. So I knew, don't fucking tangle with that asshole. If I get into a fight, if I get into an argument with him, try and be as kosher as possible. Because I don't want to get my ass destroyed by that. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and jump to the point that maybe you should just be like that with everyone. No, because sometimes you... Look, arguments are... They can Mm. be a good thing, but they can also escalate quickly. As we have so, so eloquently done in the past. Nice to know what you're up against if you come into that situation. So I, I just don't get off the table and shove the table over and just cap you in the face and walk out? 
I'm just saying, like, it's it's nice to know if I'm going to get into a confrontation with somebody if they have a gun or not. Mm-hmm. If they have it concealed, then I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. And then a simple scuffle turns into me winding up dead because he has a gun and I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is fucking stupid. That's why you don't scuffle with people. Sometimes <laughs> it just fucking happens, dude. Well, if he's a be piece said of with... shit... Uh-huh. And comes up to me and threatens me. I'm gonna fucking defend myself. Scuffling okay, that's, happens, dude. That, that's a fact fine. Of life. And I understand and people that, like, with the guns whole stand think they have thing. a big fucking dick mm-hmm. and think that they can do that shit because they have a fucking gun. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, they have a little pinky for a penis mm-hmm. and think they're a man because they have a fucking gun. Mm-hmm. Just like George Zimmerman. It's true. I don't like the stand your ground thing when they can bully people around. That's what I'm saying. They walk around like they have a big fucking cock when they don't. Mm -hmm. But lo and behold, they have a machine of death Mm -hmm. laying in concealment. That's legal. I'd much rather know that they have a small dick and and have a weapon on them. So then I can go, oh... You're just a prick who has a small dick. I can just walk away from this whole situation. Why wouldn't you walk away anyway? Dude, if I'm feeling threatened, I'm going to defend myself. Does that mean you're throwing the first punch? I mean, if it comes down to it, then sometimes, yeah, you got to. I would just walk off. Sometimes it's not that fucking easy, man. I guess. I mean, at that point, you're probably just dead anyway. Just fucking scratch the shit out of him and beat his ass. <laughs> this is if, really he, if there's no out for you that you can't walk away from, he's just going to try to kill you. So, do whatever. I'm just saying. I'd much rather know. But we all know that we need guns for protection. Indeed. <laughs> he just goes right in there. Especially when <laughs> civil disobedience is uh, bound to happen. Oh, no. Sir, please, will you calm the fuck down? No, keep going. So, everybody knows that Ferguson has had some issues recently. I haven't heard this at all. So, this uh, young lady, 26-year-old Becca Campbell, she was uh, riding in a car box with her boyfriend, downtown St. Louis. St. Louis. Or is it Louie? And she had just bought herself a gun because of the unrest in Ferguson. She wanted to I protect herself. myself a gun for protection. The, uh, her boyfriend, 33-year-old man, not named in this story, was uh, said Campbell was in the car waving her gun around and joked a couple times that she was ready for possible violence related to the pending grand jury decision in oh, Ferguson. Oh, so... I'm looking for a fight Cause I have a gun and a big dick Oh wait, I Actually, don't. she has a vagina She's female I'm on the no I only had the gun You didn't let me finish the song Sorry That kind of rhyme So, the problem was As she's waving the gun around It made the uh, driver, her boyfriend, nervous And at this point, he ducked to avoid the weapon Being waved around his face and as he did so, he accidentally wrecked into a car in front of him. No. Um, the cause. This caused the uh, gun to fire accidentally, striking uh, Miss Campbell in the head, where she uh, died. So. Uh, is, it, is it possible? Uh, yeah. Is it possible? 
Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, hypothetical. Mm-hmm. That the guy didn't like his girlfriend. Did it on purpose. Shot her in the head, then got in a wreck and said that she was waving around, talking shit about Ferguson. And the gun discharged and shot her in the head. Yes, it is a possibility. Well, it does say it does say that the police are continuing to investigate to That's determine whether physical evidence backs the boyfriend's account. So there's yeah. there's potential for foul play there. Yeah, you got to see if there's some gunpowder on them uh, digits that the old boyfriend has. I will say this though, she probably deserved it. Whoa. I'm just saying. Whoa. What do you think, Boggs? I think foul play is involved. Think so? I'm calling it. This is like a horse race. I'm calling it, guys. Foul play. I don't understand that. Give me an update analogy. Later. So what are you guys thinking about the whole Ferguson shit going on? Riots are the worst mm. possible way you could have possibly went about making your case. It's fueling the other side's argument, and it's really hard to argue with them. Uh, Martin mean, Luther King. The problem is they lack a lot of leadership. Martin Luther King would hate this entire thing going on. Most most of their. I mean, most of the comments from the right, I would say, are very racially motivated. Yes, they are. And then certainly some of the people in Ferguson are perpetuating... Exactly. ...the racism. Um, I think some of the rhetoric is really um, illogical, to say the least. Uh, like, uh, there, there was some fucking, one of those stupid fucking Facebook reports. Like, those are legitimate. It was like shocking new Ferguson autopsy shows that he was on drugs and whatever, whatever. It's like, okay, where, where's your evidence? New autopsy? Are you saying that they like went back, they, they took up his body and redid an autopsy and somehow found out through his decaying corpse that he is that he was high but instead of actually like trying to find facts or trying to corroborate the story which was by like I think it was called like conservative daily because yeah that seems reputable <laughs> um, no agenda there no agenda whatsoever so instead of trying to corroborate that through another media source which there is none um all these fucking conservatives were on this post talking about, oh, this confirms it. You know, all these fucking people trying to fucking loot and shit. They have no right to do it. Blah, 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 blah. Um, before all that, I found it funny because a lot of the people were complaining about the looting and rioting and all that stuff. And they're like, white people don't do this. Um, au contraire. Um, instead of when people get killed, we tend to do it when sports teams lose or win. <laughs> well, to, to, so, to be fair, it's not just the white. What? What? I mean, I'm just utterly confused because I, I do remember, you know, a few years ago when, when uh, I believe it was Ottawa Senators lost in the playoffs. Like, uh, yeah. There was a lot of fucking writing going. Oh, no, no. Maybe it was the Toronto Maple Leafs. Mm, I, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember exactly. But there was writing in the streets. They flipped cars. They set shit on fire. They kind of did all kinds of crazy shit. And those are Canadians that can smoke weed legally <laughs> and have all kinds of rights Woo! that we don't. And they're fucking violent as shit. Well, um, 
Hockey dude does some crazy shit to people. Dude, hockey's pretty big. Are you deal. kidding me? When uh, fucking San Francisco won the World Series for the first time, like when was it? Like four years ago, five years ago? Yes, I was... Yeah, there was fucking riots in the streets. They were flipping cars, burning cop cars, all kinds of shit. Like it's not just one fucking race that does this shit. Celebrating. They just happen to do it when a black guy gets killed. Us whiteies, we fucking do it when our sports teams win or lose. Like it's. <sighs> I think, it's asinine to sit there and say that it's only one race that does something. I think the worst part about that whole thing is because, I mean, goddamn, dude. I, we said this. We did our show on police brutality. And, it, of course, we had scheduled to do the show before this whole Ferguson thing took place. And then we just got lucky like that, I guess. And we did our show on it. And I, I think we talked about it then, about the whole Ferguson thing. like Because they're having the issues in the street thing. They already yeah. had the cops out. We're talking about, you know, they start rioting because I think they'd already had some issues there where they'd fucked up a quick trip or whatever the hell gas station they got and different stuff. It's like you're taking the folk like the protests are good. Getting out and voicing your opinions is good. I mean, you get they're getting the coverage and everything for it. When you take it that violent level, you're all you're taking the shift completely off of where the actual mm-hmm. message should be. And then you're just allowing mm-hmm. all these the, like we said, the older white people I and the really racist to just focus on that. completely agree, and that segues into my big Ferguson conspiracy theory. Uh-oh, here we go. So, if you look at when they released the grand jury's decision, it was prime for that scenario. What, because they waited till like, the news hour in the nighttime? And- so... <laughs> They originally said that they were going to release the day before. Uh-huh. That got canceled. So then it was the next day. And then it was like 3 p.m. And then it was 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. And then it was 7 p.m. Until finally they released it, I believe, what was it, 8, 8.30? Yeah. When they finally released like nine Eastern. the grand jury decision. Nighttime, which everybody fucking knows is prime time for looting. Is that, is that and prime chaos. time for looting? It is. <laughs> is that in the looting handbook? Yes. Nine o'clock prime time for looting. <laughs> it is fucking prime time. I think it was a flawlessly executed plan to try and divert the inadequacies of our justice system and the illegitimate government that's there in Ferguson to indict one of their own. And distract. Because instead of the decision, instead of the decision not to even take this to court, they didn't even take this to fucking court. With all the questions, why they didn't photograph the distance of the body from the cop car. Why they only photographed the fucking white male who barely had any scuffs on him, who claimed to get in this huge scuffle between Hulk Hogan and an infant, whatever the fuck that means. I'm sorry, dude. You're the same fucking height as the kid that you murdered. There's all these questions about the investigation, how it all went down, and they don't even take it to court. So instead of actually being fucking a legitimate government like they should be, and at least let it have its day in court, they decided to let this guy go. So they were thinking, hmm, what's the best possible scenario? Oh, I know. We can put it to where it's the most likely scenario because they already know the defactors. They already know that there's going to be looting. They already know all that shit. So they make it to where it's prime time for that kind of shit to happen. 
So then CNN, Fox News, all those other fucks are out there, and they're not talking about the illegitimacy of the government. They are talking about the looting, the rioting, and all the stupid shit that people are saying. That's it. The the last the like the three days after that, they didn't talk about the decision at all. Not one fucking bit. No, that, that's why all I they talked they, about was the looting, <clears throat> the chaos. That's where the unrest. That's where those fucking people messed up, man. The, no, 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 no. See, I mean, yes, I agree that they messed up, but I'm also saying that they were put in that situation. Well, they were. They made them calculatingly they, uh, put in that situation. Uh, I don't look. I, I mean, I, I, they I said think it. They believe were. me, they set it up. For the, they oh, put, yeah. They made prime condition for it. There's yeah. no doubt about it. But the fact is, I think everybody kind of knew what was going to happen, and yet those people still did what they did. Like I said, they took the focus. The biggest focus should be on the fact that there was no indictment on it. Um, it wasn't even taken to trial. That, that's the problem that I have. Is with, that they, the, the questions that remain unanswered are not answered. That's the thing. They Most of the time with a grand jury, I mean, the statistics will bear out that Roughly about 80% of the time someone goes before grand jury, uh, they will be indicted. And indicted doesn't mean they're guilty. Well, all that says is the grand jury looks over the evidence and they say there's probable cause to, to say that there could have been a crime committed. They're not saying there was. They're saying there is some evidence here that possibly a crime was committed, so let's send this to a jury and have a trial and see what happens. So the grand jury in this instance said, no. Everything looks completely legit. There's nothing that's fault, you know, that looks a little shady on this side or this side. That there's probable, there's a reason that there could have been, like, you know, maybe he did shoot him in cold blood and blah, blah, blah. You know, I mean, it's funny because you listen to lawyers and there's that old saying, you know, like any good lawyer could get an indictment on a ham sandwich in a grand jury. It's that easy. Yeah. Because, it, but in cases with police, I like looked these up, and we talked about this on the, uh, the episode. Where we talked about the whole police brutality. Like you know, when cops, most of the time when these accusations are up against them, like only like I can't remember the exact numbers and pulling out my ass. Go like listen, fucking episode. But like it's like thirty percent of the t- only like thirty percent of the time they're even brought up on some types of charges. Yeah. And then the conviction rate is like 10, even less. It was like ten percent of that even. So it's such a small number, and um. So I pulled these on, this is, now that was like, you know, kicking people's asses and everything. I mean, that's everything involved. Just on homicides, though, I pulled the numbers for this. This is from the FBI. Um, Between 2005 and 2011, there was 2,776 homicides from police officers. Um, 2,695 were considered justifiable, only 81 weren't. And of that 81, only in 3% of those cases, officers were charged. Yeah. 3%. So it's just, they don't, they get away with this shit. That's, did you read the things that he said? Oh yeah. Yeah. Like you said, the whole, they were ridiculous. Well, it's funny. I, they're both. Okay. I understand that Michael Brown outweighed him. Yeah. They're both six, four. Yeah. He, he was a big dude. They're not exactly tiny. They're both six, four. And he said that he felt like an infant fighting Hulk Hogan. What the fuck? Not no, no, that, no, 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 not an infant, oh, infant. a five-year-old, a five-year-old, whatever. <laughs> so get it, get it right, man. And, and he, he like makes up, he plays into the stereotypes. Pussy white if you, guys. If you listen to I'm the stereotypes that he puts out there, he talks about 
oh, it's, it was like a, a five-year-old fighting Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. Um, when I shot him, he seemed to get enraged. <laughs> like, what? Who gets shot and gets pissed off and runs at you? you know, maybe, what the fuck are you talking about, maybe you fucking got, piece of shit? He was getting confused there. He didn't mean Hulk Hogan. He meant the Hulk. Like, you're not going to like me when I'm angry. Like, he fucking shot him. Then he fucking, like, fucking all hulked out and came out. Like, when him. I'm reading what he said to this grand jury... It was laughable. Like he played into the stereotypes of a black man yeah. who's big and strong, and they get enraged when they get shot. Yeah. Like he, it, this poor... isn't fucking Hollywood, you asshole. This is real life. He was you shoot somebody, they're gonna be fucking. Guy. Yeah, I mean, they might be upset, but they're gonna be fucking hurt. I had the the great thing about having just Thanksgiving right at the same time this shit happened. He's not fucking Superman. He was an eighteen year old boy. Well, he he was he was he was a man. But, yeah, he was big, but I mean, he's an eighteen-year-old boy. But what the, thing, the fuck, like I had this discussion with my brother-in-law at Thanksgiving. We had this where he was of the fucking thing, like, well, you know, he fucking came out and blah, blah blah. He's a big guy, and I'm like, but the thing is, and now he's bringing up that same thing. I'm like, well, the cops a big dude too. I'm like, I think it gets lost in the shuffle that Darren Wilson was six four, like two hundred ten pounds. It's not like that dude was tight. Like my, um, I, I'm five ten. I weigh about a buck seventy. My brother-in-law is like 6'4 and probably weighs like 280. And I'm like, now, if you came at me and I said I felt like a fucking five-year-old getting attacked by Hulk Hogan, that's a legitimate comparison. Like, he will fuck me up. You know what I mean? But I'm like, if I'm 6'4, 210, and you're 6'4 and you're like 250, and you say, I was scared, he looked big and mean and coming at me, I'd be like, I would feel like the biggest pussy ever saying that to somebody. Like, I feel like a five year old kid. Not only that, but you're a fucking cop. And he's a fucking cop with a gun, with pepper spray. You're I, supposed to know how to take dude, down somebody. Yes, and they get trained on how to deal yeah. with this shit. Not only that, they get pepper sprayed and they have to protect their gun at the same time. Like that's part of the training. And you know, what's another thing. And this just happened today for the people listening. So you're telling me that this, and he didn't even get the gun away from him. And he's still, like, they had, well, it's like they had those pictures. Like he said, he punched him in the face. Like, Oh three yeah. Or four there's times. nothing. It looks no like fucking it, there's like a little fucking scratch on his chin. I mean, like a tiny, tiny, if the dude scratch. was like in fucking beast mode there's and he's little, just, there's a little redness on his face, dude, but that's a little, about it. there's no swelling. There's no bruising. There's no nothing. Okay. Here's the fucking deal. I've been punched in the fucking face before and I've punched people in the face. And I'm telling you right now, if you're that fucking big and you fl- flush hit somebody's ass, I mean, three fucking times and they're that big and strong, uh, usually within like minutes, oh, you've yeah, got you're fucking, fucking your skin swollen, swollen and, uh, up. Yeah. It's already discolored. He had none of that That's shit. That's the thing. He played into the stereotypes. His government backed him up. And then they made sure that they deflected all the blame towards the impoverished black community that's there by making it a perfect scenario to where they're going to riot. I mean, you know it's going to happen. Because they were already rioting, like, you know, days after the initial shooting. Yeah. So they already knew it was going to happen. Yep. So they're like, okay, what's the perfect scenario to where we can make it to where they riot for sure to where they deflect all the blame and all the issues and nobody's asking any of the fucking questions. I, I, I truly believe that they purposely released the information about the, uh, the decision 
at a very calculated time. <clears throat> no, no doubt about it. To where it. it deflected a whole lot of the blame. But like I said, those fucking idiots that did all that shit. I mean, they had to. I mean, well, once people, again, you're talking about a very uneducated, impoverished nah, community. I mean, yeah, but who's angry? It's not a fucking justification. Like I'm I said, not saying I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm not saying that I, had, I agree with it. But I can at least understand their frustration and anger. I get it. And I mean, honestly, like if I'm poor as shit, I barely get anything. And then I see people in my neighborhood getting shot down and nothing happens to them. At that point, all bets are off. Why the fuck do I give a shit? I'm eventually going to be put in prison or killed in the streets myself. So fuck it. I might as well loot the goddamn place. I get it. And I know that there's a discrepancy. I mean, I know that there's a lot more violence. I mean, the way the cops treat minorities and stuff is different. And it's obvious. And there's statistics. I mean, we did the stop and frisk before. And every time you see... There's an absolute discontent towards police I mean, it's like because the, they get treated that way and and then plus just i mean just the background our history and stuff so i mean just i mean like i always said before it's like dude just think of it in the fucking city we're talking less than 50 years ago like blacks couldn't marry whites in some states yeah. and they're getting hosed turned they couldn't go to fucking colleges i mean i understand it's pretty it's recent enough where their grandparents can tell them all about the yeah i had to sit on the fucking back of the bus and motherfuckers turned hoses on me so I know there's all that anger, and I know white people don't think about that. They just say, oh, look at these fucking people. But the thing is, it's like you got to rise above it at some point, and you've got to put that— I understand it, but when they're not given any opportunity to do but that— Yeah, but this is one of those cases where they could really make some hay. They had every camera there. They had the form. You I know? understand, it's like but they you're need to... also talking about—I mean, I'm making assumptions at this point, yeah. but it's almost clear. Uneducated. They're uneducated. I mean, that's kind of stereotypical there. The, say you the want to say that, but it's the truth. It's a lot of, it's Am like I racism wrong? Me. Nah, no, I mean, I'm not you, saying that every, every right. black person know. is uneducated. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying in an impoverished, poor community, more than likely you are uneducated. Statistically, there's no doubt about it. I, I Like I said, I just think that the focus should be on the fact that not just what the cops do. The co- we Everybody knows that the cops abuse their power a lot of the times and they cover for each other. But then they should just look at, like I said, look at these statistics. You know, 3% of these fucking unjustified murders um, and only th- or only 3% of the cops that commit these last year actually went to prison or were convicted for it. That shows you how fucking out of whack it is. It, it just shows that cops can get away with any fucking thing that they want to get away with. That's where the crime is. That's where the focus needs to be. That's where all the new... if. If the media was legitimate, I mean, yeah, you want to sh- you want to show fucking riots and cars burning and stuff. It's great fucking television. But when yeah, it gets to the trying me- to sell advertising, but when it gets to the meat of it, this is the shit they need to be going into, and that's the problem. It just it does not get fucking. And the camera about. law, the camera that's a law that the, the where they're calling that the Michael Brown law, and that'll be before. That's an obvious thing. All fucking cops should be wearing that. That's mandatory. I, I agree with that. We talked about it that city in um, in California. I can't remember what the name of it was. But I don't remember either, but the numbers are staggering. How, oh, yeah. How three, much? Three, the, you know you're being watched 24-7 yeah. on your shift? Yeah. They, they've done Hell, yeah. You're going to act better. Three years they've done it. You're not going to abuse your power as often. I mean, and the people that just are legitimately racist or legitimately just psychologically crazy and fucking abuse their power, then they're going to get caught and they're going to get weeded out. Yeah. Like I we said. I completely agree with it. Mm-hmm. Complaints have gone down. 80 fucking percent in that city. Yeah, that's fucking... 80 percent. That's incredible. That's a staggering amount to that's change. That's incredible. Seriously. And there's a dash cam. That's the thing that's funny is, like, the whole point is the camera's on the officer. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you get a different that. angle, and, like, this... 
there's just no reason not to do it. So you may as well do it. The, yeah. only, the only bitching I've heard about that is, but then your taxes are higher. And I was Whatever. like, seriously, well, that's what you care about? But that's, the not, tax rate? that's not the case because that's what the, New York was arguing that. Well, it's going to cost us so many millions of dollars to equip these officers. But then the city comes in and they're like, well, and they have their legal team that's constantly having to not fight that, these but cases. I believe the Obama administration today put up, um, what they put, $250 million? They put up, I believe it's $250 million is what they put up. For every cop in the United States to have a camera on them. That's awesome. I didn't see that, but if they did, then I heard on NPR today. I believe it's two hundred fifty million dollars. I might be wrong on that's that. That's actually number. that's that seems like it would cover most of the like major Probably. cities. Probably, I think New York. They're saying it was going to be like you know the five million range or something, and that's the biggest city. Well, yeah. New York City. I believe I might I, I might be wrong right on that. that. Number, that's certainly I the biggest. Do know that department. the Obama administration did put up a sum where I they mean, said we will give this to local communities so they can have cameras on police officers. Si- it's just simple. It's thing. obvious. It's, it's easy cases like this where, you know, we get one side of the story. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And then the other side, Oh, well he's yeah. dead and we were, I'm sorry that I killed him, but he's <laughs> yeah, dead. We get the so George Zimmerman get... side or the cop who's still yeah, alive side. Yeah, yeah. Not anymore though, because now we have direct evidence of that. So that, I think that right there quashes, but you, you know, you're still going to have the fact that, Black people, it's like we talked, like I said earlier, you know, the stop and frisk. 80% of the people they stopped were minorities when they did stop and frisk. I mean, they, they still seem to target minorities, blacks, mostly blacks, it seems like. Um, so, okay, now to be fair to that, this is going to skew your graph a little bit. Not that this is entirely not, it's a really big self fulfilled prophecy when it comes to police stops like that. Uh, because the first thing is, they have a, a group of data that they use. Like, for instance, impoverished neighborhoods are the ones that generally hold a lot of crime, and that's where they get a lot of their, you know, uh, their calls from, right? You can mm-hmm. all pretty much – it's kind of more of the eyeball test, I think. But when you look at homicide rates and when you look at, uh, like, where things happen, like, all the locations matter, right? Mm-hmm. So where do you think they patrol? I know where you're going with this. I want you to go ahead and keep up with this because <clears> this will be perfect because I got something for you on this. Sure. I know exactly where you're going. Yeah, so it's not always that the officer involved is necessarily racist, but there's a self-fulfilled prophecy that that occurs between the civilian and the officer where, for instance, especially over this case, right? Mm -hmm. The officer pulls someone over, and the officer, it might just be a traffic violation, but the suspect is black. So his immediate reaction is, I need to be on my guard because he's black, right? The black person in the car is thinking, fuck, I just got pulled over by this officer who's obviously going to be a complete cunt to me, right? And they're both really abrasive at each other, and they just expect the worst. And it's a cycle that viciously repeats all the time. Is that where you thought I was going with that? Um, n- no, I thought you were going down a little bit different road. I mean, I know what you're saying. Um, <clears throat> actually, let's use, this, let's use that as a segue point. It's the dick of the week. All right, because this actually goes along with what we're talking about. And kind of this is kind of where I thought you're going. Um, this week, because of the Ferguson stuff, it was pretty easy. There's a lot of people saying a lot of fucked up things. I mean, Bill O'Reilly was saying some dumb shit. I mean, he always does. A lot of conservatives. But the one that I found that I thought kind of stood out to me was... Uh, Rudolph Giuliani, former fucking retard mayor of New York, piece of shit. Um, he was on uh, 
Fox News, and he said, this is kind of what I thought you were going when you were talking about the neighborhoods. And he said, I do believe that there are more interaction and more unfair interaction between police officers, white and black. But I think it's just as much, if not more, responsibility on the black community to reduce the reason why the police officers are assigned in such large numbers to the black community. It's because blacks commit murder eight times more per capita than any other group in society. So... (laughs) Well, that but that's not the th- that's not all of it though. So he he's basically he's trying to flip it instead of like oh you know because of this reason or this reason it's the blacks re- the fault because they're fucking animals and they're killing each other all the time. And then he's on I I don't know what other show I pulled this clip and he's kind of justifying it with his statistics on this clip. The fact is, I, very disappointing that you're not discussing the fact that 93 percent of blacks in America are killed by other blacks. We're talking about the exception. Here. Well, look, the, first the, of the all, go ahead, Michael. This is about a distrust issue. We are, talking, well, we, are, we are talking about the significant exception. 93% of blacks are killed by let me, other let blacks. Me, let me respond to that. Like to see, I would like to see the attention. I'd like to see the attention paid to that that you are paying to this and the solutions to that. Take- okay, so what he's saying there is so. The reason why blacks are troublemakers and they're always killing each other. So there's a lot larger police presence in their communities to keep them from fucking killing each other because 93% of blacks are killed by other blacks. Okay. Well, here's the statistics I have. 84% of whites are killed by other whites. Oh my God. So, I mean, there is a trend there. Huge discrepancy. Don't you think 93% to 84? I mean, it's like, Let's keep, I mean, we definitely don't need the cops in the white neighborhoods keeping them from killing each other because they're right. not animals like the blacks. Who are. That's why I didn't make that point because <laughs> I, I kind of thought you were going it's that more, way a little bit. That's true, but that's not the stat that he gave, right? And the reason why is because when you look at like, like I was saying, the self-fulfilled prophecy. <laughs> no one heard the first fucking 10 things you said. They're off mic, motherfucker. Fuck you. <laughs> anyway, when it comes to the, the violent type crimes like that, Mm-hmm. That's why those stats don't make any sense, and why I didn't make that point. Because when you think about races, just inherently segregate themselves. Well, and that's like when you talk about neighborhoods around here, whites will segregate and hang out with white people. Blacks will do the same. Asians will do, every, and that's that's not a societally reinforced well, thing, really. But I think well, it they is, just do that. They just flock to the same race. That's one thing I was gonna say, and that's I'm glad you brought that because you just went right exactly where I was going with that. If you talk about that whole blacks kill blacks more, fucking whatever. I mean, like I said, percentages wise, yeah, white people kill white people about the same fucking rate. It's just because you're more segregated in society. And blacks seem to be more segregated than most. You know what I mean? They are kind of pushed into their own little corner. And I think that's the way that, let's face it, that's the way we want it. That's the way the powers that be want to keep it. Is that the way you want it? That's the way Box wants it. Whoa. <laughs> I forgot let's not, let's not put words in my mouth. No, that's the way the authority figures want it. You know, it's like, let's keep them corralled and uh, we can put more cops no, I agree. in there. I agree. I, I think we've had plenty of episodes and talks about the perpetuation of racism in America. Yeah. Well, and how it just we it, haven't talked about some of the details. For instance, it just zoning laws. Doesn't seem to. Oh, my God. The fucking Republicans and their goddamn zoning laws but that's what i'm saying it's like everything it's like they, we keep them in these they p- try positions. to undercut their yeah. vote is essentially what well, they try like, and do if you go out to grapevine i think i've mentioned this on the show a few times if you go out to grapevine there's not a house out there that's like the three bedroom two bath house they don't want you there 
they don't want a family like that out in Grapevine. They want rich people there. Well, you know what I'm saying? So they don't zone housing like that there. And then and let me point out something. Like you're talking about zoning. Let's take this. Like we bitch about this with elections, with the gerrymandering. When they're redrawing the districts, they try and redraw them all fucked up so they can keep like the black communities in a district. And, and you realize yeah. like these congressmen, they go to the fucking Washington and what do they do? They go there and they try and bring back funding or state funding. They fight for it for their communities. Well, I mean, they gerrymander the fuck out of it. So you got all the poor people in one district and then you got a conservative state like ours who's not going to fucking, they're fucking anti, you know, doing anything to help poor people. So those communities get less funding and it's Which just like. Which leads to less education. Yeah, their schools suffer. And resentment. Health care. They don't, yeah, and it just it built it just fucking builds and builds. That's you know? what I don't think the majority of these fucking ass cunts who put up their stupid shit about Ferguson and uh, the riots and all that stuff don't understand is that these people are they don't feel like they have any kind of hope. It doesn't exist for them. Well, I think a lot of lower class lower middle class white people are starting to feel that a little bit in this country i think that's one reason you're seeing this fucking anger and this racism rise back up in those classes because they look at it's like immigration yeah. oh, fucking mexicans are coming in they're taking our jobs or they look at the fucking black oh the fucking welfare queens it's that whole reagan shit i mean that's why you see such a rise i think with these tea party fuckers you know i mean it's that racism, man, it's coming out because they feel like they've got nowhere to go now because they don't because the fucking shit's been fucked up for so yep. long in this country. The top 1% are getting richer yeah. and everybody else is getting poorer. Keep voting in the those most, conservatives. The most disgusting part is the lack of education. The fact that they keep cutting funding to that disgusts me because this is a problem that won't be fixed for generations. Like this will take, this will take two generations of students to get educated. To actually, and that's if we literally said we're going to train all of you to be exceptionally smart right now and funded it. It would take like two or three generations to get all of this shit. And it's not going to happen. Education no, that's my that's my worse. that's the problem. That's what scares me the most about this country and about just living here in general is we just we're going to end up, especially the generation below my nephews, which I guess is mine too. Uh, the generation below me, they're going to just grow up to be fucking idiots. Um. Sorry about your kid, bro. What? No, mine's awesome. He's the best. He's a smart kid. The, uh, you know, it's 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 hard to like. Okay, so like the self fulfilled prophecy thing. Like you don't know that kind of shit if you're not educated. You don't understand any of that if you don't know what the fuck stats are and how you use stats and how stats can be used against you. Well, the the you know what I mean the unfortunate thing with what has happened in this country and actually a lot of countries um, is that we've left the decisions of educating our kids or developing uh, society benefits or societal benefits um, to politicians who essentially pander to the extremists who are going to go out and vote and will say all kinds of crazy shit meanwhile having their pockets lined by giant corporations. The real problem here is or, there, aren't, there aren't any progressives anywhere. I, I don't necessarily think that's the problem. I think the problem is that we don't we don't value science the way that we should. We don't look at the latest trends of educational uh, theory. We we don't think about the ways that we teach our kids and how that affects their development because we honestly don't care. Instead, we're worried about profit margins, GDP. Worried about the stock increase, 
we're, we're not worried about education. No, fuck that. It, it doesn't matter. As long as you get a four-year degree and you get your graduate, it's fine. Doesn't matter. You have a little fucking fancy piece of paper. It doesn't matter what your actual education was or what kind of person you grew up to be. All that matters, you got that shiny piece of paper. Yeah, that's like you know, they talk about all the when the unemployment level is so high and they're like, oh, there's tons of jobs out there. It's just we don't have anybody who has the right education to fill those jobs. Like like when. Yeah, you know, you know who fills those jobs? Immigrants. Immigrants. Indians. Exactly. I love that. Like, People that actually got educated. Yeah, the unemployment level is like 10%. And they're like, no, there's literally hundreds of thousands of jobs out there and they're having to go recruit like in India and China and yep. all these places because the fucking people here have degrees in fucking physical education or yeah, journalism you know, shit like that that it's English like English majors journalism does anybody fucking have a journalism degree in this country have you seen the news people who get journalism degrees they get it because they're easy degrees to get yeah and then they can do whatever because they have a college degree now that's exactly. Kind of, yeah. They 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 care that you have a shiny piece of paper. Exactly. They really don't care about anything beyond that. Yeah, no one no one specializes and then does the thing that they specialized in in college. It's just not really hard. That's why I didn't do psychology. I quit the psychology department at UTA because there wasn't a point. Like I was at I was at the restaurant. I, I don't have I actually said the name of the restaurant I worked at here. And mm, all that talk about that kind of stuff. I didn't think so either. <laughs> if I haven't, then whatever. But anyway, I was there, and the person who was our top trainer. I was talking to her about uh, like just college shit. And she, was, she was like, oh, I have a psychology degree too. And as soon as she said that, I was like, God damn it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Why are you here? It's because that degree doesn't mean shit. Like You have to have a master's degree to do that. So I immediately yep. just left that. So anyway, I, I could definitely write the book on how not to do undergrad. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of really great lessons. But seriously, um, I mean, we, we don't give a shit about higher education besides for getting a piece of paper. I Honestly, I'm really just concerned about public education at this point because they can't escape high we school. definitely come, do not give a shit about public education. Yeah, yeah, people come out of high school right now asking, definitely. texting. I've told you all that before. Text me, hey, can you teach me to read and write? <laughs> like, God damn it. And you've seen Facebook. It's how, like, how, could how many times have you guys watched Facebook? And as soon as like they're making like this long rant about Ferguson or Democrats or the healthcare system or something. And well, as soon as you see like three or four misspelled words, you go, who cares? Hold the fuck just, up, dude. How did they text you if they don't know how to read or write? Um, if you want me to tell you the exact statement, it was, can you teach me to read and write good? <laughs> so <laughs> he, he knew the technology. Yeah. <laughs> he knew that he could input letters and it would spit out. <laughs> it's like, something on the other it's end. It's like that fucking thing they always say. If you put a bunch of monkeys in a room with a typewriter, you know, after so Eventually long. Eventually, they'll write Shakespeare. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, law. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Oh, did that defeat you? I'm so sorry that I've monkeys. Been I've been defeated for like six years. I think <gasps> more or less. I think more or less what that person was trying to convey was that they don't know how to eloquently speak the English language. That's pretty good for a drunk man. They right? don't speak it good. Yeah. They know speak good English. He spoke or better than he wrote. Write that's for damn sure. Good. <laughs> I don't write good. Why is it that people who are legitimately deficient in reading and writing skills also have terrible handwriting? Like, have you ever seen somebody that has really awesome handwriting and then they just study don't? on that? I honestly want to see if their handwriting is so atrocious that it actually is kind of a negative stimuli for them, so they just don't learn to do it very well. 
I want to see if that's if there's any uh, correlation. I don't know if there's there. any correlation there. I don't know either. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. report back. There, to you there guys. might be some kind of scientific study. There might be that. a very big psychological but study there. Back to my point. We do not value sciences. <laughs> I'm gonna enough. look it up and find like a million like really pretty looking writing, and it's just fucking atrocious. When it comes to mm. what we should do as far as education, as far as sociological ideas. Even economic ideas, we don't find the best of the best, the brightest of the scientists. You and Blake would get along. He wants to. He, we, he actually doesn't like voting. We. He's like, just, I want an uh, What was it called? An autocracy? Is that what it's called? I I think it should be an open. As far as what we do, I think it should be an open debate. I mean, I as far as voting, I don't necessarily agree with that, to an extent, because. If you're voting about something that the majority of people are uneducated in, then why have a vote? That sounds like a conservative yeah, thing, though. They're like, you should be able to pass a test in order to vote. It's like, mm. no, no. See, <laughs> I don't agree with a test, but I'm just saying like, OK, so abortion laws. The vast majority of the people have no fucking idea what they're talking about when they're talking about abortion laws. They have no clue. The only thing they know is what their fucking pastor has told them in fucking Sunday school. I know you're what you're gonna say. Yeah, because I always say it wrong. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, you do. It's Fuck okay. You. It's okay. Um, Michael has said way worse. It's fine. But I have to admit, for once, Michael and I looked at each other like, "Really, Eric?" Like Michael had any ground to stand on. So, but you know what I mean. Don't they, they, <laughs> they take what their minister <laughs> says to them during Sunday. And that's what oh, they take Sunday, to their fucking Sunday, abortion Sunday. laws. I'm sorry, but you're <clears throat> egregiously wrong. You're terribly wrong. They're also really bad about your making minister, it morally ambiguous. Your minister has no scientific degree whatsoever. He mm -hmm. knows fucking nothing. He doesn't need to have a degree. He's got God in his ear telling him everything. There's that too. Yeah, I, I, like, why wouldn't you leave that to medical professionals? That's They're what I'm saying. Like, Here's the other question Leave it to that. the best of the best of that field. Especially when it comes to abortion. Wouldn't if you say... If they coherently agree in something, mm -hmm. then I might have some kind of idea of what needs to be law. I, I like this, this example of how you feel they're different. If I had a Petri dish with just the zygote and then a baby in one hand and I dropped them both, which one do you save? <laughs> the Petri dish. It's worth more. Well, according to Well, first off, maybe it's... You don't maybe you save the baby because it's alive and you precious, but you're not giving the baby welfare benefits either or healthcare. Anyway, mo like in, if money. you other than the jokes that Michael makes at that, if you're looking at a philosophical standpoint, most people well look, the inclination is save the baby. You know why? Because there's a fucking difference. That's the first thing. Look at anything that has to do with the environment. Mm -hmm. So any kind of fracking more. laws. I had more points. <laughs> Go ahead. Any kind of fracking laws. Why does the average person have any kind of right to vote about something that is so convoluted? I really want to say this is so an autocracy he's in, going for. I'm sorry? I really want to say it's an autocracy that you're, that you're advocating, but I can't remember what the fuck it's called. <laughs> it's basically where a handful of individuals that are you know, educated in the that experts. field make— Yeah, experts in those fields make decisions in those fields. So like if you're—, if you're you but know, that's the point. An like, official that's trying to make— we elect city. these politicians yeah. who have other ideas and have other agendas. Mm -hmm. 
more to them lining their pockets with more money. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones that make the decisions that impact our lives. Mm-hmm. I mean, why the fuck do we have that? It, it shouldn't be that way. The way it should be is that the brightest of the brightest are the ones that make the decisions on the as issues as, that they excel in. As far as our system is designed to be, that's the person you should elect and vote for. But it's not. The people I that I have to elect and vote for are usually fucking lawyers or mm. pieces of shit. Those aren't the same thing. Zing. All the lawyers. Gotcha, bitches. Would you say that they're fake? Yes. Oh, I have a song for you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Worst segue ever. <laughs> Calling for the segue. Right. Hey, fake like most strippers' titties. <laughs> Did you have any other points before I do this? Nah, go ahead. I think I made my point pretty damn clear. Let's all riot! A green plastic watering can. Thought you were doing another. Uh, for a fake Chinese rubber plant. Next week. Okay. In fake plastic. That she bought from a rubber man In a town full of rubber plants It's a getaway of itself And it wears around It wears around It wears around It wears around She lives with a broken man A crack polystyrene man Who just crumbled
it wears me out And it wears me out Something about fake people, yeah. Good cover, bro. So let's see, what did we learn? I liked it. Don't fucking riot. It was unexpected. I know. I thought of that like halfway through the show because I was I like, it. <gasps> I started playing fake that song and trees. I was like, hey, I want the lyrics for that. Put cameras on cops. Yep. Radiohead's the shit. Don't riot. Put cameras on cops. And autocracy's not such a bad thing. Whenever there's a police shooting, the federal government should do the investigation and not the local fucking authorities. That's actually not a bad check, also. That the local LaGuardia problem can, solved. Local we fucking can be used again. We, we have saved the world. We have done it again. <laughs> we do. You know, that's something that I think we should do as a little New Year's resolution for the show is that we should provide solutions more often. We, 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 we but, do uh, provide solutions. They just, nobody listens. We listen. definitely talk about the problems and we talk about what we should do in place of the problems. We do that a lot. Yeah, motherfucker. It's just not necessarily always the solutions that people want to hear. That's right. You got to take a hard line stance. Got to stop pussyfooting around. Got to make it happen, dog. Don't be your pussyfoot. Unfortunately, people still believe in this fucking democracy shit. Democracy. It is shit. It's a republic, actually. It's not a democracy. It is a republic. Hey, that's not what all my conservative friends say. It's a fucking democracy. Remember that whole thing about education we just talked about? Boom. And Obama doesn't believe in the laws of the Constitution. With his thumb up his ass. Thumb up his ass. And he came. Whoa. What? What? I don't know. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell was that? That's the sound of Obama coming. <laughs> what? Not Obama, what? Eric. Oh, shit. With Eric, that's what I meant. Oh, Eric with the... Yeah. That's how I get off. I think it'd be more of, why do you have your thumb up my ass? No, you'd have get your own thumb up your ass. I don't believe that's what he said. I believe he said something different. He's got his own thumb up his ass, trying to get that extra as he's... You know, doing that. Can't say I like the ass play, sorry. Boggs does. It's okay. See? Had a girl try it, and it just didn't work out for me. Do you have a strap on? That's what I like. You guys um, want to hear an awesome story before we shut this fucking thing down? I think you do. I don't like the ass play. This isn't about well, it could be about ass play. Don't stick your thumb or your pinky up there. You know the words to Stairway to Heaven, guys? Because I don't. I'm just playing the intro. I don't either. <laughs> I honestly like when I learned that for guitar players and stuff. It was funny. I learned the intro and I was like, okay, I'm done. This song's stupid. And then I'm, I'm <laughs> going about my day. No stairway, bro. So in Sarasota, Florida. No stairway. Oh, and Denied. before you get to the story. 
I want to say I am getting to the songs that you've handed me, but <laughs> I sort of didn't wow. have a chart. Wow. <laughs> I sort of didn't have a chart because Mike didn't actually print that one. He printed off the other ones, which I did tonight. Like Holland And Road. I can obviously tell so. that neither of you listen to Digital Frustrations. So. I have. Dude. In why, the past. I why are recently. you shocked or still bring up, oh, you didn't listen to the show this week? Dude, oh. I don't listen to no, podcasts. because for the past, like, 20 episodes, they've referenced Wayne's World, and I just made a Wayne's World reference, and you guys said nothing. Oh, I'm sorry. I was focused on the story yeah. that Bob was interrupted making, me when I, I was started. It's all right. The boys from Digital Frustrations <laughs> know where I'm at. So, you're welcome. Showing. I was going to make a Bill and Ted reference, but, eh. Huh? Bill and Ted. Yeah. I got nothing. God damn you. Well. Let me tell you something. Where would you go? Waterloo! If I, <laughs> <laughs> if I could go back in time and do high school again, I would go to Uh-oh. the high school in Sarasota, Florida. Oh, why? Let why? me tell you a little story about Sarasota, oh, Florida no. high school. There's this uh, young lady... 18-year-old Alexa Nicole DeArmas. Why are we talking about this? She was recently charged with a felony count of human trafficking. What? 18? And for running a prostitution ring. What? Via Facebook. What? At her high school. Holy shit. And she's in that high school. Yes. DeArmas is believed to have concocted the scheme over the summer as a way of making extra money and getting access to alcohol and drugs. She ran her business via Facebook's private chat. Facebook. See, there are some good things about Facebook. No, there's almost nothing good about Facebook. Uh, the only thing that's good about Facebook is that we get segment material. This True. This is... I love this girl. This is what she now had I'm to gonna say. I'm going to go post on Facebook real quick, guys. Stay there, you dick. Okay, fine. She, this is what she said about her little ring after she got busted. She said, okay. Why pimp out old hoes when I have fresh young hoes I can give up for money? As long as I'm getting paid, I'm trafficking all these cunts. And then, wow. she, then she went on to say that she was so charging honest. fifty to seventy dollars to perform oral sex or a hundred for intercourse with the virgin. But she's a good businesswoman. She did pay her uh, potential young hoes or cunts, as she liked to say, forty percent of the cut for taking one for the team. God damn. So. Forty percent. So Michael's moving to Florida. She is. First um, off, if she <laughs> were, do you think she's going to win the award for small business of the year in uh, Sarasota? It's possible. Think she might get that. Most likely I mean, to that's own a company. A very creative entrepreneur. Most likely to be an entrepreneur. School. It's kind of like a risky business thing that she had going on there. You think so? Yeah. Like high risk, high reward. No, 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 no. The movie Motherfucker with Tom Cruise. He ran a yeah, whorehouse out of his pants. With her, with her yeah, business. He slides on his fucking tube socks. Yeah, yeah. dude. Dun, 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 Y'all are dating yourselves. I have no idea what that? the fuck you're talking about. Play the song, dude. Just take a gold ring. Come on, man. I don't know what song you're talking about because I haven't seen wow. this goddamn movie. I know you don't. Isn't it a Bob Seger song? Uh, I believe so. Let me tell you something about Bob Seger. Fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. is. Why won't he die? Okay, so wow. Um, were you going to do reach out your hand for Jesus? Well, yeah, I was, but damn. Well, we don't have time for that because we're ending the show tonight with the most special fucking segment. Someone that we have not had on the show, and are we so doing this? fuck yes, yes we are. I know who this is. I like this. I yes. Let me just say this. Yes, this is way better than it's Kristen. I'm so glad been, that this is a, a good turnaround. It's literally been like a month and a half, 
maybe two months since we've had the pleasure of being joined by the great Sir Alfred Crumblebottom. Alfred, it's so glad to have you back with us tonight. How it's the so fuck are you, It's so glad to have you back. Please, 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 please yell at him. I almost forgot my accent. <laughs> what? It's been a while. It's been a long time, gentlemen. How's everything going? Uh, yeah, it's great. I think I've even gone. How was now, your so. fuck the Indians and the asshole day? Oh, it was, dude. I a had, little less tasteful now. But. I had some delicious fucking turkey, and I sat around and watched football, my, just uh, like the Indians would have wanted me to do. My one of my family members threatened to shoot the other family member, and then had to leave before we got there. <laughs> So, my my Thanksgiving was absolutely incredible. Why did we not get this fucking story at the beginning of the show? I forgot about that till just now. God damn it. <laughs> Hold that, just like the Cosby thing, and we're going to talk about that next week. So, Alfred, um, on the week of the Ferguson thing, you said that you demanded to come on. Yes, I heard you guys had some wonderful things happen in Ferguson. Yeah, they're wonderful. And I have some great quotes from Twitter. R.W. Surfer Girl, I wonder if you surf for real. This is on Twitter. I wish these Ferguson protesters were this passionate about looking for jobs, education, and avoiding teen pregnancy. <laughs> it would be better if they put their focus on that. At M. Zagroski, that's M Z A G O R S K I. <laughs> Look at these fascist, communist, and Islamic monkeys in a mask on the Ferguson streets. This is the democratic welfare underclef- underclass. <laughs> Of parasites. It's okay. Class is a hard word, Alfred. Classy. <laughs> At Pirate Gold. <laughs> the rat is eight. Apparently, Ferguson protesters are just like Obama. They both don't want to accept the rule of law. Mm. So true. At Honolulu underscore trader. Honolulu trader. <laughs> when dealing with animals, mm-hmm. always expect the worst. <laughs> like, what are they talking about? Like training dogs or something? What's he going for there? I think. He's referring to African Americans <laughs> oh. as animals. Oh, I got you. At Todd underscore Kincannon, the Ferguson rioters are a racially diverse group, but I guarantee 100% of them are Democrats. Hmm. 
The Democrat Party is a terrorist group. Hmm. I think I've heard that before. At Don Combs. I have an idea. Shoot a couple of dozen arsonists and looters. Put the bodies in the streets with a, quote, no rioting sign. Problem solved, Ferguson. You know what you could also do is you could use the bodies to spell out the word no rioting in the streets. It'd be kind of fun. I also like that no. they would be in the streets, so it's it's, yeah. a, it's a pun on itself. Yeah. You don't like that, Alfred? Not at all, gentlemen. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> Sorry. I think we just offended him. Yeah, he got real quiet on us. All right, well, we're about to wrap this some bitch up, Alfred. Do you got anything you want to say to the... Uh, what My the bad. fuck is going Why on? Why the fuck do you have your phone on what? the podcast? Jesus. Well, dude, it's 10 o'clock. Christ. How many? calling me at 10. We've done 100. That's why you have your phone on vibrate, Fucking sir. shows, and you're still doing this. The show went really long, to be fair. Oh, I'm done with this whole fucking thing. I quit the show after this one. Damn it. It's my turn to quit. <laughs> Alfred, uh, how do you feel about immigration? Oh, shit, he already left. Oh, he did, man. He checked out on us, didn't he? Well, I fucking you turned were to, all racist and shit, you piece of crap. I turned to look at you because you're a fucking moron. I didn't turn your phone off again. We turned around, and Alfred's fucking already gone. Goddamn ridiculous, man. Did you see that, like, puff of smoke left, fucking left a trail on the way out? He got the fuck out of here so fast. He's like Nightcrawler. <laughs> All right. Well, on the hills of that, I should say that no one will hear this now, but like always forget to, but be sure to follow us on Twitter. And so maybe we'll write stuff about, you know, controlling animals and and shit. I mean, if they have anything out there for Alfred to uh, converse in, Mm -hmm. by all means. Yeah. So... Follow us on Twitter at the Intel Saviors. Of course, like us on Facebook, all that shit. Um, yep, leave more yep, requests for yep. songs for Boggs. So maybe three or four months from now, he'll get Intel to Saviors it. at gmail.com. Send us emails. You can fa- put that shit on Facebook too. And you can put it on there and then you can complain about it when you don't hear about it. If you are an aspiring artist, musician, <laughs> book writer, whatever, obviously we're down for interviews. We're down for something. Hey now, what's up? Uh, we haven't had an interview. Well, I guess we did the DFW guy. It's been a while. But Boggs, you're supposed to be booking people. I gave you a whole list of people to book. What the fuck? Uh, I forgot. This show's gone downhill. I'll get right on that. It's been going downhill since the beginning. I will get on that uh, interview list that you gave me that I don't have. We do need to. I just don't even care to get people on. Cause no, we need to get people on. We're so great without everybody else bringing us down. What? No, no. Okay, dis- first off, I totally we have to disagree the, with that. We have to get oh. the right people. Oh. We have had, and let's just point out that I we're mean, nearing I, the end of the year. We have had some absolutely fantastic guests on this we've show. We've had a very eclectic Kristen is not group. one of them. Fuck that bitch. Whoa. But I will Whoa. say, Come Julia on. Sweeney, Whoa. absolutely Nobody brought interview. up Kristen. Lucian Green, first off. perfect, perfect interview. Yes. Went we swimmingly in production, on. too. Casey. <laughs> Casey Crescenzo of the Deer Hunter, which we're going to have back on next year for sure. 
Come on. That was, that was a great, great fucking That was interview. an amazing interview. Yeah. I love you, Casey. Shout out to Casey. Yeah, I mean, it was good. We got a lot of good responses on that. Yep. Um, oh, man, Victor. Oh, that really no. sucks. No, we've had a lot. I mean. Peace out, Vic. Yeah. Yeah, poor Vic. I'm po- I'll pour one out for you after the show's Was Zoltan this year or was it last year? That last was last year, but we, we I, I think it's I think it's about high time to get Zoltan back in. We might need to get him back on. We'll just run the gauntlet of interviews again. Yep, <laughs> <Might> as well. <laughs> Everybody, come back. Well, like I say, if if anybody out there knows somebody that they want to hear from, there's a couple of people i got to get a hold yeah, of. Yeah, throw names out <laughs> for sure. But I'll tell you one thing, And we'll though, try and hit them up. I'm going to start throwing motherfuckers on the bus because we've had some people say yeah, that they're going to be on the we show. We have fucking put out a lot of shit, and we've gotten some very... We've had, we've had a couple <laughs> or some that have said that they're going to come on and never come on. Yes. And some of them have been pretty good names too. that. And that those are the frustrating ones. And so, yeah, we'll have a show next so, time we get drunk. I'll just go off we'll on everybody. You fuck fucked them show. <laughs> um, anyway, go see our friends at, uh, or listen to our friends at digital frustrations. Mm hmm. Uh, pod blocked. Mm hmm. Our daily outcast. Outrage. Outrage. Outcast. God damn it. Outcast da- is a band. Outcast <laughs> is a band. Our Daily Outrage. It's My apologies. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I don't listen to them ever, but We the Gamer. Sure. <laughs> Fucking Brad. <laughs> um, is that podcast, M- what's that M- podcast M- all about? It, uh, apparently about games. We the Gamer, motherfucker. What do you think? Apparently, about, okay, they oh. kind of pissed me off the other day. Uh-oh. Right, so getting a little personal here. Uh, they they talked about you know Destiny put out some stuff about their new um, their new DLC that they have coming out and We the Gamer posted a little thing about who gives a shit about this game that's three months old, whatever whatever. Hey, guess what? There's millions of people who fucking give a shit about this game. The game is fucking awesome. It's fun. It's addicting. It's a blast. Yeah, fuck you guys. It's a you fantastic review, man. Now it looks pretty good. I love the fucking game. I haven't played it. I, I mean, dude, every I, time, every time I come home, I never see Eric because he's in his room, and all I hear is "God damn it!" Okay, guys, let's move this way. And he's just like organizing his fucking troops back there. That, I, that's what he had to do when you roll. <laughs> Are into you sure a raid. that's what you're hearing? God damn it! Move a little bit closer. <laughs> that's what you had to do <laughs> when you go into very a hard raging. raid with. Fucking people who don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, it's really game. it's really shitty when you're fucking people who don't know what the fuck they're doing. You have to tell them what the fuck to do. You do sometimes. Absolutely, sometimes you just gotta take charge. Sometimes God people are out damn. of practice and they need. To yeah, they're rusty. They're a little rusty. And you gotta knock the rust off. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, man, we wait, have we done the podcast close in a while? I don't think we have. Podcast close? Don't we do this every single time? No, really? What close? We haven't done it like the past two shows, I don't think. What are you talking about? We didn't about? blow it up? This. Ten, yeah, five, we blow this motherfucker eight, up every week. Nine, That's what I said. I don't no, know we how don't. we survive it. Oh, I don't either. Five, two, Go fuck yourself. <laughs>